Okay. And it's going to be great. Everybody say amen. amen. Matthew chapter 13, we started talking about last week. I want to finish it this week because it's so interesting to me. Uh, so Matthew 13, we'll go to verse 31. Uh, Jesus is talking to the multitudes and, and he's telling them these stories uh, and he's, he's saying, trying to describe. If you're there, I'll have to turn my back to you. He, uh, 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 he, that's a big TV. Look really nice on that. <laughs> so if you guys come in here one day, hey, Chris, <laughs> you know I got it at my house. Uh, um, and he was telling these stories to try to get, uh, uh, he was trying to explain things, but he was trying to give them stories so they wouldn't get it. I mean, I'm not going to go over all that. You guys can go over it last week when it comes out. Uh, Matthew 13, 31, he continues his, his thoughts about these parables. He's telling them these stories, and he goes, here's another one. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like what, auntie? A mustard seed. Mustard seeds are very small. If you look at if you go online, see, they're, they're really little. They're just little bitty dudes. And he says they're very small. He said, but they're mustard seeds, which a man took and he planted in his field. Everybody see that? Uh-huh. Verse 32. Though it is the smallest of all seed, mm-hmm. yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a when tree. When I was looking at the, the, the growth of mustard seed, gr- mustard seed, they had to be careful where they planted it because it takes over everything. It, it, it kind of grew like a weed. If you put it in like a little plot, eventually it would spread. You just want mustard seed, this little square right here. Eventually, mustard seed would spread everywhere. So you can only plant mustard seed in certain places back then because it took over everything. I didn't know that. I thought he just picked it because it was small. And he says, and, 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 I mean, and it grows into something that really is big, which that's, that's actually the representation of God in your heart. It's very small. Hallelujah. Talking to Regina, I'm going to tell on Regina a little bit. And she was going, I, I didn't get a, 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 that moment like you had in that tent. You had a moment. And I go, no, yours started very small. And now it grows up, and now, now birds can lodge in it. See, it, it, it comes inside of you. The, the understanding of who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, comes inside of you, mm-hmm. and then it begins to grow. Yes. And it begins to spread out through you to so much so that it, it goes outside of you. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it begins to grow, but it starts very small because you don't know anything. Right. It says, above all things, you should get an understanding. Everybody say amen. amen. It says, my people die because they have of understanding. Okay. So there's two types of Christians. Trained and there's untrained. Amen. They're both Christians, but only one's functional. Mm-hmm. I'll preach that another time. So it says that it grows, when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and it becomes almost like a tree and, and they all some of them grow up to be nine feet tall they start that small but they grow that high and it says so that the birds can come and perch in its branches that's that's the kingdom of god expanding in you so much so that people around you benefit from it amen i was thinking you know what man if we can reach people i like lord give me the words to say and then give me the nonverbal too I, some people, I don't have to say anything. Just, they, they just have to watch your life. Amen. And just notice, man, you don't respond. I've been called weird so many times. 
Oh, I knew that's what's so weird about you. Weird? <laughs> Christians are supposed to be different, not weird. Amen. When you're a weird Christian, something's wrong. Amen. <laughs> when, when everybody don't want to be around you because you're too Christian-y, I don't know the word for that. Something's not right. I mean, so you have Christians and then you have those Christians, you know, <laughs> who drive everybody crazy, including Christians. Amen. I mean, you ever talk to a Christian and then when you say hi, they give you this long, they preach. Uh-huh. And it's like, hi, dude. Right. And it's like, man, see, I'm not supposed to be weird because, see, weird drives people away. Jesus was so different and set apart, but the people love being around him. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So, you know who hated him? The church. Pharisees didn't like him, but the sinners loved him. And it's like, so Jesus is going, listen, what happens is it grows inside of you, but it starts so small with a small understanding, then then it begins to spread out inside of you, and it begins to grow. And then the natural kingdom of God that has come down, Jesus came to bring the kingdom. Everybody say amen. Amen. Which, man, people don't understand it. We think the, we think the kingdom of heaven is, is, is in heaven. No, it's here now. Amen. Jesus came to bring three things. He came to redeem you back. Everybody say amen. amen. He came to bring the love of the Father. Amen. And he came to bring this brand new government in which you're governed by. It's called the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Now we are all engulfed into the kingdom here. It's not about when you get to heaven. It's it's about right now. He brought the kingdom down here right now, and it produces in you, but it starts so small, and then it begins to expand. Amen. But you have to stick around long enough. Remember we talked last week? See, you can get excited about it for a while, and then, you know, it can go away from you. You can get thrilled about it for a minute, but the cares of this world will take it away from you. You It can touch your heart emotionally for a day. You get to the car, it's gone. See, see, it starts so small, but it has to go down and get inside of you, and then it begins to spread out. The, Jesus said that I am the vine, you are the branches. Amen. Hallelujah, people. Hallelujah. He talked a lot about gardening. I wonder if Jesus would hear what would he talk about today. The stuff we do today. Amen. Amen. But this is a great example of how it happens. It grows. Now, here's the thing about things growing. I, I, I'm a plant guy. Flowers, I'm going to kill your flowers. I'm not good with flowers. I mean, I can put flowers out the next day, they'll be dead. But, man, I got plants that's 20 years old. I keep your plant alive. Mm-hmm. And the thing about plants is, man, sometimes, this is fake, but sometimes you will go and, if, and this shoot wasn't here, and then four days later, you'd be like, man, look at that. Just <laughs> shot another piece up. I didn't see it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, can you imagine just standing and staring at a plant, waiting on it to grow? You'd be standing there for <laughs> looking stupid for days. You, you don't see it, but I love when, on television when the documentaries, when they show plants growing, they do it in fast speed. And then you see the thing come up, and then you see this thing. And you go, man, that's amazing. That's how it's inside of you. Amen. Starts off very small, then all of a sudden you'd be like, man, that used to. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It begins to do what? It begins to overtake all of you. If you plant a little patch of mustard seed, your whole garden is at risk. You plant a little piece into you, your whole you is at risk. God becomes everything to you, and then it doesn't mean you get weird. 
Amen. It means you right. And let me tell you something. Man, life gets easier. Yeah. I was telling Courtney the other day, hard. It's really not hard. You know what's the problem? You know what our problem is with life? We care too much. Mm-hmm. We care about stuff that really, if you step back and think about it, it really doesn't matter. We're American. We're spoiled. We're fat. We, we want everything right now. We want it our way. That's how Americans do it. And God, we live in America, but America, it, it, the pursuit of happiness drives us. We even wrote it in our paperwork at the beginning of the country. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, we're Americans. You think that we're Americans and worried about vehicles and houses and, and retirements and insurance. I'm saying but I'm saying there's a lot of people who don't have all that. And let me tell you something. Their lives can appear easier. Mm-hmm. We get overly concerned about every little thing. And if you really step back away from it, you go, no, what? that don't really matter. Doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't really care. Jesus says, why do you care so much? You, you take so much thought in life. What you going to eat, drink, wear constantly. People who don't know God worry about that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So what happens when it begins to produce inside of you, something begins to happen. You just kind of stop worrying so much. Amen. And then people look at you like, aren't you worried? No. Well, why not? Mm-hmm. That's another message. I got to teach that one later. Auntie, come on, let's read. He told them still another parable. He said, I got another story for you. Go. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour uh-huh. until it worked all through he the said, dough. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a little bit of yeast. And those who bake, you know, if you put too much yeast in it, you got a monstrosity going on. You got to put the right amount of yeast in it. You put this woman took this and mixed this little measure of yeast and it raised everything. You see what Jesus is saying here? He says something that starts so small, it ends up big where inside of you it's just a little bit of yeast you put a little bit of yeast in a bowl and you mix it up and all of a sudden the whole thing blows up and now you got this amazing loaf of bread but without the yeast it wouldn't expand what the kingdom of heaven it expands Remember, mustard seed, it will take over your garden. It expands. Yeah. It starts small, though. So don't, don't, be, don't despise small beginnings. Yeah? I love people say, well, I just don't understand. I don't know. Great. Because you're, oh, oh, that's why they call it born again. You're like a baby. You don't know anything. Yeah. And then what happens? He says, learn of me. And then be transformed by the renewing of your mind with information. And then all of a sudden, you become a more mature believer. Not weird. Not weird. Too many Christian weirdos. I'm not talking about weird. I am talking about different, though. Different how? By the way you respond, by the way you don't respond, by the way you talk, by the way you act. Amen, somebody. See, what happens, it begins to take over your thoughts. It begins to take over your mind. It begins to take over what you care about. The Bible says that he will give I used to think, Auntie, that that means whatever I pray for and it's really my 
God to me. Thank God you didn't do that. Oh, no. Because, man, you would have gave me all my desires. Oh, you ever seen a movie called Bruce Almighty? Oh, you guys seen it. And this guy, he's all of a sudden God. God says, you don't like the way I'm doing it? Okay, you do it. And so they would talk. His prayers came in email form. So he just went yes to all the emails. And the world went to pot, man. <laughs> we don't know what we desire. We don't know what we should. There's many times where I go, Lord, I need to pray, and I don't even really know what to pray. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to pray. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will in my life. Because I've done a whole lot of me. Uh-huh. And man, it didn't work out. And then you had to come fix it anyway. So let me stop wasting time and go, hey, God, well, so what are we doing here? Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. somebody. Amen. And then some will say, well, you're Kenny, you're supposed to be that way. You work for him. <laughs> and I'm going, no, all of us are supposed to be that way. Seriously. And you will see how life will be starting to become a lot more easier. And then what happens? It's in here. It's in here. Mm-hmm. It begins to expand. It begins to rise inside of you. And you just think differently. Yes. The kingdom of heaven starts small. A woman takes a little bit of pinch of yeast, puts it in, and then all of a sudden it brings everything up. And then he says, well, what about my kingdom that's down here on earth? Well, we're the yeast. And so he takes a little bit of us and sticks us in a large situation. And then people begin to change. How did this church start? Well, Kimberly, <laughs> Marilyn, Rita. These are people that I was involved with before I was this. Amen. Doing what? Hey, guys, I have a secret. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. But do you know? that God personally loves you and that you can meet him? I mean, for real, not hear about him. And and I'll tell you what, you can get so involved with him that that he's concerned about everything in your life and and you can get so involved with him your whole life changes. Yes. A little bit of yeast, just drop a little bit of me in a situation and it's going to be different. It's going to be different. But there's a thing, he could drop a little bit of Maria in a situation. He can drop a little bit of, 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 of any of you. Amen. Just a little bit of Jen, a little bit of Regina, a little bit of wine, a little bit of Courtney, a little in a place, and then a little bit of Roxanne in a place. And then he says, I want this to be different. Oh, I know. I got to put some yeast in there. Somebody, a little bit of Brittany, and stick her in there, and then all of a sudden, think, that's how it's supposed to work. Yes. But oh man, oh boy, oh man, baby. It, what happens is sometimes we, we stop yeasting. Sometimes. We, we look too much like everybody else. We act just too much like everybody else. Amen. And then what does it do? It takes our ability to yeast away. We begin to lose our yeast ability. All right. I like how I make a word. That's a good one. Yeast. 
our yeast ability goes away. Because what happens is we're just like them. We just, we didn't, we didn't. Oh, you know what's the most painful thing? It's when someone goes, I didn't know you were a Christian. Wow. You got to be thinking, what am I doing wrong that you didn't know? Not because you're weird, but because you're a little different. You didn't know? I, I, I like when people go, oh, I knew it was something. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Oh, man, I, I knew it was something about you. just was something. But when someone goes, I didn't know. What does the Bible say? If you deny me, I'll deny you. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is he says let the kingdom of Jesus go on. The kingdom is like yeast. It comes inside of you, very small, and it expands and takes over everything else. And then actually you become the yeast, and I can drop you in other places, and I can watch it expand. Just a little, just little bit of you can make a difference. Yes, yes. Auntie, where are we going? 44. Come on. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field. Mm-hmm. When a man found it, he hid it again. Jesus is on a roll. He goes, man, the kingdom of heaven, let me see, let me see. Oh, I know. It's a treasure. But it's hidden. It's hidden. The world can't see it. It's a treasure hidden in the field. It's, it's, it's buried in a field somewhere. And, and, and it says, when a man found it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. He hid it again, and, and, and he had great joy. Man, I finally found that thing. And, and then he goes, he does something kind of crazy. He finds that thing, and then he goes and he, he, he sells everything he has just to buy the field so he can have that thing in it. And I'm going, what, I don't really, that don't really make sense. He, he found the treasure hidden in the field, I get it. But take the treasure and add it to the stuff that you have it says no then his his joy sent them out back to everything he goes back to everything he owns and says none of this is worth that <laughs> yes the kingdom yes. of heaven is is he says i found something i found this treasure and that one thing is worth all of this yes yes oh that's why it's not so hard that's why you don't care that much because you found the treasure. Yes, yes. That's, that's why the, the, the news and everything of the world doesn't affect you that much. It affects you something. That's why, that's why when you get laid off or something, it, it affects you. Of course it does. You keep 500 bucks a week or some crap. Yeah, but, it, but some kind of way you realize something. None of this is worth it. Yes. It's a treasure, but it's so hidden. It's a mystery. Everyone can't find it. But when the man found it, he was so happy he found it. This is everything I was looking for. I was thinking about this. What do I get from hanging out with Jesus? Well, I get security. I get peace. Mm-hmm. I get, amen, baby. I get joy. I get provided for. Yes. I get healed when I'm sick. Yes. Hmm. When I have enemies, he takes care of them. He fights my battles for me. Yes. He's been a lawyer in the courtroom. Uh Uh-huh. 
Oh, he's a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Yes. What do, I, what do you get for being in this kingdom called heaven? All the privileges of heaven. Yes. On earth. Mm-hmm. That's why we nonchalantly should be going through life. Realizing something. We're just passing through anyway. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Someone whose mind isn't made up. Someone who's, who's, who's mixed up a bit. Someone who, who, who dabbles with God but never really allows him all the way in. See, we accept the Savior part, but the King part we struggle with. I want the Savior part. Save me. I don't want to go to hell. But I don't want you to king me. Because I want to keep living any kind of old way I want to live. And what I'm saying is, is that when God really gets engulfed into your life and he begins to really begin to take over your life, he doesn't make you weird. Amen. He makes you very functional. Amen. And then all of a sudden you look at life and you kind of snicker. Oh, man, that's, that's funny. <laughs> get a, you, get a, you get some mail and open it up and you read it and you go, okay, Throw it on the table. Hallelujah. Your boss comes in and goes, hey, this is what's getting ready to happen. And you just kind of go, yeah, all right. (laughs) Okay. You go to the the doctor, and I remember when Courtney was born, and they were like, oh, something's wrong with her. I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with my child. You short. (laughs) And I remember... They, they were like, oh, we don't know. We, something's really wrong with her and with her vitals and everything. And I'm like, nothing wrong with my child. And I remember, I remember I stayed up all night with her. She was an incubator thing. I stayed up with her all night. Yeah, she said. Yeah. I remember when they said, Julian can't hear out of one of his ears. When he was born, I'm like, he can't hear out of one of his ears. Nah, that's not right. Not, not panic. It was like, oh, that's not right. Lord, you, know, you didn't tell me. You, you mean you gave me him? You told you told me to have him. I didn't even want to have him. And you and you and you and you bring him here, and you try to tell me he's 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 broken. No, that's not right. Amen. And I remember same thing. I was at the hospital. I sat up with Julian all night. They ran the test again. They go, oh, it must have been wax or something. Now Julian doesn't listen. <laughs> but it ain't cause he don't hear. Amen. <laughs> So what am I saying? That's all the stuff that's provided for you in the kingdom. That's why the man said, this is it. This is it. I've been, and know what he was doing? He was searching. Amen. With all the stuff he already had, something was still missing. Yes, 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 yes. Something was still missing. Man, you ever seen people who, it seem like they got everything. They have the career, they have the family, they have the, all, the stuff that Americans think is a blessed life. They have all these things, and then, but there's still something missing. Something missing. Mm-hmm. All, all of you who, who, work, who work the same place I did, everybody remembers Claude Denby, great guy. Yeah. We're still friends to this day. And, and I, remember, I remember him coming to me and going, man, I got everything, everything that I wanted. I, I, I can buy me a house. I can build me a house. I got all the money that I need. We had a little issue with some health. I went to sweep flu to the best doctors they got in the country. And you telling me 
that I need us. Jesus? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a month. Me and you, can you, can you give me a month? And can we go to breakfast every Saturday for a month? And I go, yeah, we can do that. Him and his wife just, they built a Christian school down in North Carolina. <laughs> now he's retired and, he, and he's just going around just helping people understand the Lord. <laughs> very small. Yeah. And then it, it, it introduces. But it was one thing he had to see, though, is, man, this thing, with all of this, this is more important. The man had a lot of stuff, auntie. Uh-huh. He sold all that he had. And he says, that field is mine. Yes. None of this That man gained the world and lose his soul. Mm-hmm. It's the word. It, it's not hard, people. Life's not hard. It can be difficult. It can be challenging. It's not hard. It's just what you, it's just what we think. It's just what's important. On to where we're going. 45. Let's go. Again, the kingdom of heaven Again. is like a merchant looking Jesus for fine pearls. He's on a roll, man. And they're like, this kingdom, that's all he talks about. Jesus is addicted to the kingdom. Again, the kingdom of heaven is what, Auntie? Like a merchant looking for fine pearls. Now, this merchant who already has stuff, by the way, is now looking for this fine pearl pearls he's looking for the he's still looking still searching for the the meaning of his existence go when he found one of great value he went away and sold everything he had and bought it he found his great pearl he goes there it is and he went and sold everything that he had to buy it because i'm going all this this is more important than all this and here's the great thing about the kingdom, because the Bible says if you seek the kingdom first, he'll add all other things on to you. Yes, Amen. The, thing, the beauty of the kingdom is once you understand that this is so important, you automatically get this. Amen. Why? Because you're a citizen of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Jesus. When, when you get this, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and everything will be added on to you anyway. When this becomes more important than this, then life gets easier because this, whether it's here, whether it's taken away, whether you lose it, whether you gain it, it's not more important than this. Yes. So therefore, life will never be too hard because I got this. Amen. I got this one thing of great value. The tre he call he's calling it treasure. Great value. Mm-hmm. This merchant who understands value, he goes, this is more valuable than this. This, All this got to go. Oh, the rich young ruler had a chance to do that. Yes, he did. And so he comes to Jesus and goes, hey, what must I do to be a follower of you and gain heaven? And Jesus says, okay, well, be religious. He goes, oh, I already do that. And so Jesus said, I love what the Bible says. He loved this guy. And he goes, oh, this is going to be, Jesus kind of hemmed and hauled. He kind of, he kind of, he kind of, you know, gave it a minute because he didn't want to lose the kid. But then he goes, man, you got to sell everything and come follow me. Yes. Sell everything you got, give it to the poor. 
And then what is he saying? No, this is more valuable. I did all the religious stuff. See, I, I, I want the religious part. I want the Savior, but King, I'm more valuable than all of this. No. Understanding this, that God calls us stewards. Yeah. Steward, stewarding over everything that he's given you. Yep. So it's, it's, I'm going to be honest, guys. It's not really your house. Amen. One, because the bank still owns it. <laughs> we got a habit of saying, well, it's my house, my car. You got the, the last payment on that thing? Right. <laughs> but okay, you're paying for it. We'll let it go. But it's like, but so that's really, that's really not my truck. Oh, it's really not my money. want everything from me. Yes. Because I get you everything. Yes. When you get those understandings, life's not hard. I'm telling when you, it's, it's not that hard. It's really not. It, it's challenging. And man, I've had some bad days and bad situations. Bad things have risen up. But one, I, I like what the guy said. He says, I was once young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Amen. Nor see begging bread. Uh-huh. See, I'm an old guy now. I've seen a whole lot of life, and I go, man, he was right. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. I can't say where God failed me. Amen. Life failed me. People failed me, but God was always there. Yes. Oh, more valuable than all of this. That's, that's, that has way more value than all these things that we dub valuable. Ken, how's your retirement? It's okay. But my retirement is God. I'm, I'm not saying don't plan your retirement, but I'm saying you really think that your little retirement money is going to make you okay? You're going to need the Lord. Everybody say amen. amen. Or you're going to be working at Walmart going, hey, good to see you. Hey, welcome to Walmart. I'm here because I can't pay my insurance. How you doing today? Walmart we go to? Courtney, ain't that old man at the door? Every time we go with his little hat on, hey, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing here? Go home. <laughs> Can't. Gonna fail us. Oh, I'm sorry. The government has already failed us. Amen. So therefore, that's okay. You know why? Because you're passing through. You just happen to live here. What kingdom are do you? Hallelujah, so much. Jesus. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. What are you talking about? I serve a guy who bends reality. Yeah. He literally bends it to his will. He don't care nothing about reality. Amen. He goes, man, I know what it looks like, but I don't care what it looks like. You know who you're talking to? You know who you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I like when he told, the, he told the guy, he says, listen, where were you when I made the world? You know who you're talking to? Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. God has done me like that. I was like, oh, okay, God, I don't know. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, you know. I, ooh, I'm starting to treat you like earthly relationships. And God says, don't ever forget something. Amen. And I am the great I am. Yes. I am the king of glory. Yes. So, why are you so worried? I, 
couldn't help but think, when Adam fell, and God wanted to find him, couldn't find him because Adam was hiding. And I just thought, hey, and then he goes, Adam, where are you? And Adam's hiding, and then finally he finds him, and Adam goes, well, I didn't come out because I'm naked. I'm, I'm not enough. I'm broken. I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I'm empty. And God goes, who told you that? That was the beginning of us seeing things another way. Mm-hmm. God has his way of thinking. He has his, his sensibilities and his understanding, his the way he views things. And then that was the beginning of his ways are not our ways. His yes. thoughts are not our thoughts. Yes. He goes, man, Adam, who said that to you? What? Who makes you think differently than me? So now, he, Jesus comes, he brings the kingdom, which most people don't understand. And then the kingdom begins to expand inside of you, though it started really small. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, what is it trying to do? It's trying to get you back to the way God thinks about things and the way he sees things, not the way you do. Amen. Amen. So he goes, we function under a different set of rules, a different set of, now I know what you see, but don't look at that. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he says, faith is the substance of things you don't see. Don't, don't look at that thing. Look at me and then remember who you are. Remember who I am. And then I'm saying I've given you all these things. I've given you my word. There's certain people, they give me their word, it's gold. I never think about it. Other people give you your word, you're like, Amen. But let me tell you something. I don't have many people like that around me anymore. Amen. That's a, another subject. So he found the great treasure, went, sold everything, because I got everything in this. This has now been a little bit lessened because I got everything in this. That's your understanding of God. Auntie, where are we going? Almost. 47. Come on. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was t- Jesus. let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. Auntie, once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net. Mm-hmm. He says it's like yeast. It's like a farmer sowing seed. It's a net. And it says that was let down in the lake and caught all kinds of fish. Come on. When it was full... The fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. Mm-hmm. This is how it would be at the end of the age. He said, listen, listen, guys. The kingdom of heaven goes out amongst everyone. Now, I, I, another reason why I think Jesus is, is soon to come is because the world is so smaller now. I, I remember back in the day, I don't think the whole world has heard the gospel. I do now. He's promised he wouldn't return until everybody had a chance. Amen. I think we're pretty much there. Amen. I think we're pretty much there. You can go over to Zimbabwe or somewhere and ask them, do they know who Taylor Swift is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went, I went yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Taylor Swift, I really don't. Why is she, why is she so popular? <laughs> but then again, I don't understand the Kardashians either. 
<laughs> so, uh, but my thing is, what I'm saying, the world is so small now. Small. Everybody's heard the gospel. The, the kingdom, they're trying hard. I remember I was talking to a guy at a conference, and he says, in, in South Korea, we had to put scripture in balloons, and we loosed them over in North Korea, because they don't, they, don't, they don't allow that over there. But man, we, we infiltrate in there, and we passed out so many Bibles, and North Koreans are understanding who God is and grows, but they do it in secret. Uh-huh. Now that's persecution. Amen. When it's risking your life, Man, I wonder how many Americans would be Christian and risk their life. What about right now? If we were in some hidden place somewhere, and if the, if the authorities shown up, oh, they, they take us all in. I wonder how many people would be Christians. Okay, I'll think about that later. <laughs> it says that, listen, at the end of the age, because the, the kingdom has went out like a net, and it's gathered everybody, and it's gathered good fish and bad fish, and at the end of this thing, the good ones are going to go this way, and the bad ones are going to go that way. Yeah. I think that's what it says, right? Yeah, that's what it, it says. It said this is how it's going to be when the angels pull in the net of the kingdom that yeah. has spread it across the world, and they're going to pull it all in, everyone. Yeah. The Bible says that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Even those who have died before us will have to still give an account. Amen. And why? Because your soul don't die. Amen. Your body does. Your body's like a vehicle. It starts depreciating as soon as you're born. Amen. <laughs> and man, when you hit 50, it really starts to depreciate. <laughs> you got 500,000 miles, 50,000 miles. Oh, man, it starts to, you, you wake up doing oil checks every day. <laughs> Is everything working? Everything working? I get up in the morning like, okay, 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 what we got here? <laughs> all right, all right, we're good. Because that you never know. You never know. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Then you go downstairs and you're taking pills. Okay, I got this one, got that one. <laughs> <laughs> your body begins to crumble. But let me tell you something, your spirit and your soul Mm-hmm. So what happens when your body fails? Well, your soul's got to go somewhere. Right, right. See, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. What makes you righteous? Well, I'm a citizen of the kingdom. Yeah. How did you become that? Well, I went and saw the king, and I allowed him to be king over my life. And now that is more important than everything else. Do, do you still go to work? Yes. Do you still do a good job? Hopefully. Do you still take care of your children? Of course you do. Do you still ta- have leisure time and fun? Of course you do. Do you still buy stuff? Of course you do. Do you still deals and all that? Of course you do. It doesn't make you weird. It just means if you wake up in the morning and Jesus or the Father or the Holy Spirit is your 12th thought, we may have a problem. Amen. Now, he's not always my first thought. My first thought is crap. <laughs> Get up and go to the bathroom and stand in there. Now I got to get him up. 
trying to put on something in the dark. That's my first thought. And then all of a sudden I go, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord, what? Well, got up. Second, I can turn the lights on because it's dark. Amen. Third, because there's no bomb just dropped on me. My, my country's not at war. Amen. Fourth, there's my son right there. He's not missing. Amen. Oh, you just start going, man, whatever's wrong doesn't matter because I got this. Yeah. It, it, it's just what I think. Yes. It's just how I'm thinking today. Oh, man, this is amazing that I'm up at 545. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great life, man. Yeah. And it's like, man, you start to go, wait a minute, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard. Get you some coffee. Drop him off. You can go back to bed if you want to. <laughs> but then I'm like, it's so silly. When you get up early, you get so much stuff done. Amen. But I'm not getting up early every day. I'm not. So I'll get it done later, or it just won't get done. I'm not getting up at 545 every day. So it's like it gathers all the fish, and they pull it to the Angels are going to pull everybody to the shore, and it sounds like the sheep and the goats. Uh-huh. There's two types of people. There's sheep and goats. There's good fish and bad. Amen. And the kingdom is going to, and the angels are going to sort all that out. Yeah. And know what they're going to check? To see if your name is in the ledger. Yes. Oh, you found that thing. Okay, you're in. Oh, you didn't find that thing? See the value of knowing God? Yes. I mean, the real value. Yes. Not religiously. Not, not, oh, yeah. I'm talking about the real value of God. And then what you find out that God cares about everything about you. Yes, he does. He says, man, if I take care of sparrows, I'll take care of you. Are you kidding me? Do you know who you're talking to? We, have, we do our kids like that all the time. Do you know who you talk? And then sometimes I go, what are you saying to me? Dude, that didn't sound right. Courtney, I will throw you out this patio window. <laughs> Kansas, I will fly down there and slap you as soon as I get off the plane. Hallelujah. And I can see God going, what are you saying to me? I will throw you out the patio window. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will levitate down right now. Slap you silly. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just got a little off. That's all. Yeah. When you check your kids, they go, oh, Julian goes, oh, Dad, I didn't. Right. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. But what he's saying is, not because God's an egomaniac, what he's saying is he's challenging your unbelief. Yeah. He goes, you found the thing. So, is all this really worth your... Auntie, where are we going? Uh, two verses there and then the mark. Come on. We, the angels will come and separate left. the wicked from the righteous and throw them into blazing furnace mm -hmm. where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Oh, I mean, he's going to throw them in the furnace and it's going to be sad. Jesus is not coming back as Savior again. He already did that. Amen. He's not coming back as Savior. He's coming back as separator. 
I did the Savior thing. I'm not coming. I already died for you. I'm not dying again. So all of you who found it and found it valuable, you come over here. And everybody who didn't find it or, or looked at it and realized it wasn't that valuable, this is more, keep it and see where it ends you up. Oh, in a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yes. I think Jesus would know because he went there. Yes, he did. Auntie, where are we going? Mark. Mark 4, last one. Mark 4, 26. I got to go to Mark finish this out. I know I like Matthew, but go to Mark. Go. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Here we go again. Man plants seed. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, mm -hmm. though he does not know how. But it says, listen, he plants the seed and he goes about his business and the seed begins to grow, but he doesn't know how. He doesn't understand how it grows. Now, scientists go, Termination and so you don't understand. You put you get some dirt, put a seed in it, cover it up, put some water on it, and all of a sudden it just starts to do this crap. That work. Well, God only knows how that works. Amen. And he goes, man, remember I told you I planted my grass, and I'm like, where's my grass? Where's my grass? Oh, my grass. Yes. Got tons of grass in that spot. Now I didn't, I didn't, I don't know how it worked. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know how it happened. All right, all right. It says the farmer plants and goes about his business. And, I, and you know, and, and it says it begins to sprout and it grows, but he didn't, he doesn't know how it happens. Right. That's God's business, not yours. Amen. I look at this church and I go, man, I, I just, I'm just scattering seed, as much seed as I can scatter. And hopefully you guys will start scattering seed also. And so then it'll grow and then I don't know how. So when you go to college, and they go, no, this is how you grow your church. This is what you need to do to get you a big church. And first of all, I go, I don't want a big church. I want a good one. Amen. I don't want a, I don't want a church. I want a disciple-written church. And it's like, man, so first of all, that's a scratch. And then second, it's like, none of you know how it grows. And let me tell you how I know. Man, there's times when I go and I'm looking for someone to say something to Trust me, there's, there's a few people that I really enjoy listening to. But then I, saw, I run across the case of the person who's up saying nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And they got thousands of members. And I go, how? I don't think I'm a great, the greatest Bible teacher. God knows I don't use the right words. And I say things I shouldn't. <laughs> Fart booger. <laughs> Bad breath, stank, crap. Don't judge me. Go, ju go judge me. And, and, and I go, but here's the thing. He's not saying anything. And the church is packed. And I go, God, God I don't get it. I know, <laughs> I know great teachers of the Bible. Abraham Shanklin. Yes. Jerry Fernandez. Yes. Doug Brady, yes. Marshall Ford, Pat Magley. Yes. And I go, they're just toiling, scratching it out, fighting it out. Maurice Trent, I know great Bible teachers. <laughs> and I go, I don't know how this works. Only God. Only God. Only God. It says, that's how he doesn't know how it works. So here's the thing, when you plant seed in the others, just plant it. 
and go about your way. Come back every once in a while and check it. You might have to add a little water to it every once in a while, but you don't know how it grows. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, because mm -hmm. it doesn't look like it's growing, but you plant the seed anyway. Some people go, well, I told them, but they didn't listen. Yes, they did. Yet. Mm -hmm. Plant it. Plant it. And you know what? They might not. But if you plant 50 times and you get one, it was worth it. Amen. Plant seed. Go about your way because you're not going to understand how it grows. And so think about it. I've seen the growth in you. And I, and I kind of don't get it. Other than the more you surrender to God, the stronger you get. The more, and how do we tell? When, when you need faith, it's all, you got it. When you don't sound like you used to. I remember having a conversation with a lot of you in tears. You guys couldn't even get the conversation out. Now you guys just be like, yeah, they telling me this. No, they didn't care. Why? You're not a baby anymore. It started small, but now it's grown. Yes. How did it happen? I don't know. My job was just to plant seeds. That's God. God does that. So you can have all the classes you want. You can do all the teachings you want. You can have the study class, study group, small group. You can do all that kind of crap. But it's still up to God to manifest or not. Amen. It's up to God and the individual. Amen. You don't know how it works. You can't tell me how to grow a big church. And in certain areas, you can't even sustain a big church. People go, oh, I want to take the city for Jesus. We want to take... City been taken for Jesus? Detroit has a church on every other corner. Yes, it does. It ain't holy. Amen. Nobody's taking the city. Amen. That kind of stuff gets the crowd. Yeah, we're in it. Yes, if you build it, they will come. You keep the right environment, people will love it. It will, it will become the place to be. Have enough single pretty women in your church. Oh, you get a big church. No, have enough teenagers and all oh, your group, group your, your group was expand the thousands. And I'm thinking, but do they know Jesus though? That's it. Uh, people are so gullible. We build the right atmosphere, they'll be there. Buy you the right band, they'll come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Almost done, Auntie. Go. All by itself, the soil produces grain. Auntie, you saying it's all by itself? Without any help, the ground produces grain. God doesn't need your help. He just needs you to plant. Yes. And then water. And how do you water? A lot of prayer. Yes. A lot of prayer. A lot of, I spent, you know what I mean? You know how much time I spent on, in prayer about the people I care about, who I was trying to get them to see? Tons of prayer. Plant the seed in a bunch of prayer. That's the, that's the equivalent of you watering it, checking on it. Making sure the sun's not beating it up. I'm watering that seed that I planted. And then eventually it will sprout and manifest. And they turn into mighty people of God. Yes. And I had nothing to do with it other than planted seed. Yes. It was all God. Amen. I take no credit. My, my effort was just planting. Yes. Not to go. First the stalk, then mm -hmm. the head, then the full kernel in the head. Uh -huh. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the and harvest, harvest has come. Time. And that's when you reel them in. Yeah. Amen, baby. Amen. Yeah. You reel them in. 
and they become people of God who not on now who aren't the ones you've been talking to for a month. They're the ones who sit across from you on the pew for years. Hold on. Jesus went on a stretch. He went kingdom crazy. Kingdom heaven is life. The kingdom heaven is life. Kingdom heaven is life. Jesus is like, man, I, I'm obsessed. You guys got to, here's the kingdom of heaven. And I love what he told the disciples. It's for you to know. I'll tell them stories because they don't really hear it. They don't really see it. They're here because it's, it's the environment's really good. But oh, they heard about the things I can do. So they gather and they want to see it. But, but when I really start to talk about things, I'm going to tell them stories. And everybody who sticks around, and it wasn't just the 12, other people stuck around too. I will explain what that meant. Those are the ones who have found the treasure. That one thing replaces everything else. That one thing of value becomes more important than all this other crap that you Learn about, concerned about, trying to make. Let me tell you something. When you get 60 years old, you look back at your life or you see people living that life now and you go, man, what was that all about? All that running around. Trying to figure stuff out. Trying to get a better job. Trying to get a better house. Trying to get, it's like trying to make more money. Trying to go to football, basketball, baseball, my kid. And I'm thinking, that's just a lot of running around. You don't realize it until you get older and go, that, what is that? All? I remember those days. I'm not running around like that anymore. Amen. Why? Because, and unfortunately, you don't figure it out until you get old. It kind of settles, and you go, life is just going out anyway. And, and what's important? That wasn't. I remember, man, I went in the garage when I had my Mustang, it was sitting in the garage. And I stopped and looked at it. And I can hear the Lord saying, what are you going to do with that thing? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's a classic. I mean, it's, it's a special edition. And God says, I think you should sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let me. Yeah, you're not using it. What are you doing with that thing? It's just sitting in here taking up more space, taking parts of your money. You really and I'm thinking, Kenan, are you coming up? Are you thinking this? Is this just you? And I can hear the Lord say, no, it's me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because it's the thing of value. But is it? Let me tell you something. I never miss it. I'm not telling you to <laughs> But I am saying keep it all in perspective. You found the treasure. And you know what? The last piece is sometimes you get in a situation where nothing gets dropped, only the trash. Only the trash. So true. So true. And that's when you realize, man, this is the most important thing. A lot of times we don't figure that out until affliction comes. Right. Until trouble comes. And none of this gets us out. Only this. Only this. And he goes, do you understand now? And we go, yeah, we, we get it. I had to learn it the hard way. Heaven and earth shall my word will stand forever. I don't worry, I will never leave nor forsake you. 
though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not fearing nothing because thou art with me. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, the kingdom has come. In me. In me. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Let's do communion. Come on. got confused. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't pull that bottom off of it. Be like, okay, so we'll get the thing out first. Don't, don't pull the juice out first. You see how I shoot? I'm going to throw you out that window. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the kids was talking about. Because the kids were like, oh, we got new cups. I'm like, what are you talking about? They notice everything, man. I got to apologize to my son. I'm like, what are you talking about, new cups? What are you talking about? We do got new cups. He's like, it's not going to be good. What are you talking about? right from your seat give us a word of prayer come on Out here. You guys are chatting up a storm. Stand up! 